I'm Holly. I'm a business strategist who loves a good plan and flowchart and is crazy passionate about teaching women like you how to build your dream job and scale to six figures and beyond without sacrificing your weekends and priorities. I believe strongly to my core that you can create a routine you love with the right strategy, product suite, aka what you are actually selling, and simple systems to create a lifestyle that works and a business that scales without burnout. Because here's the thing, it's not just about managing your time. It's about embracing that time freedom and really working on unlocking that freedom together so that you can do more of what you love. After 22 years in corporate strategy, working for Fortune 500 companies, I ditched the office to build a now seven-figure business with my husband full-time. And P.S., we did it in less than two years during the pandemic with twins. Oh my goodness. My goal here is to provide you with unfiltered insights into behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. What works, what doesn't, practical tips you can implement right now, as in right after listening. I want you to consider this podcast, your online business MBA, delivered directly to your inbox, intertwined with the realities of being a working mom, exploring life, and the invaluable lessons learned along the way. Think of the Crush the Rush podcast as your weekly one-stop shop for actionable business planning, guiding you on the next steps and explaining the why, the really important things behind each move. We'll keep you motivated and uplifted as you learn from some of the industry's best experts. So grab your sparkly beverage, I'm sipping on a chai tea, and get ready to learn to do less better. Let's scale your dream business and finally have the freedom to focus more on what you love. This is the Crush the Rush podcast. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to talk to you about something brand new we have created called the Summer Antisocial School Mini Mind. Now, hear me out. Summer is here. So if you're like me, you're thinking about vacations and beach days and poolside cocktails, and you might be thinking, hey, I'm just going to put my business on pause so that I can enjoy my time and I'll come back in the fall. But here's the thing, your competition is not putting their business on pause. So let's think of a way where it can be both. It can be both fun and profitable, and you don't have to stop everything. Just a few short summers ago, I was in your position in what I would call a social media zombie, right? So endlessly scrolling, looking for answers, feeling like I was forcing myself to go to these networking businesses. And when I stopped, my business stopped. So I was feeling even more burnt out, which you might be feeling, but also working full time. And I felt like I was missing my kids' best years. So instead of wanting to go outside and play with them, I was barely holding my eyes open. And it took a huge toll on our family and me personally and mentally. So if you're nodding yes to this, this is where my antisocial framework actually came from because I needed to figure out a way to constantly fuel my business with leads all while I could step away. So it's all about ditching the social drama and focusing on growth and income strategies that work for you. So you're not chasing followers, you're just building real connections. But I get it, you don't wanna sign up for a long, complicated program over the summer, which is why we are excited to introduce you to the Anti-Social School Minimind. Class doesn't start until September, so you can enjoy your schedule and your summer, but 
Like I said, your competition isn't taking a vacation. So we created three months of resources that you can apply to your business schedule on your own time. Just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash antisocial to learn more. And when you put down a deposit, you get one free quarter in our club, which gives you weekly access to me to hold you accountable. Plus, we're gifting you the first module in antisocial school if you want to get ahead and every resource we've ever created in our Crush the Rush library. So don't let your business hit pause this summer. Enroll in the antisocial school summer mini mine with a deposit and unlock a summer of growth and profit. Just head over to hollymariehaines.com forward slash antisocial to join us. On this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast, we are chatting with my friend and fellow mastermind alumni, Kylie Kelly. And I'm so excited to bring Kylie on the show because she has organically 100x, I don't even know if that's a word, organically 100x her email list through hosting virtual events. And so inside this episode, she's going to share with us why virtual events are so important, clarity on how to build your audience rather than just focusing on launching offers after offers, how to plan and execute a simple virtual event, and the importance of mindset when you're hosting it. Kylie is a business coach and maternity leave coach for CEO Moms. She's also the podcast host of This Mama Means Business, a boy mom of two, and founder of the Pregnant CEO brand. And currently she helps women business owners in all stages of their life from planning and funding their own maternity leave to building the perfect audience through simple, holistic virtual summit strategy. This episode is packed with goodness and I hope you are as excited to learn from Kylie as I am. Hi Kylie, welcome to the Crush the Rush podcast. How are you? Good. Thanks so much for having me, Holly. I'm so excited to chat with you. I'm so excited to have you on too. I actually can't believe that you haven't been on yet. I feel like you've been a member of our community for a while now, and you have just grown and evolved so much since you started inside our mastermind and since we started working together. And I think your journey is just amazing. And so the fun fact about Kylie is she actually joined our mastermind and quit her corporate job on the same day, which I was like, oh my God, here we go. Like, let's go. But I would love it if you could just share a little bit about your journey, which is so interesting and how you got to where you are now, where you're really talking about virtual events and how to scale and grow networking through those events. Yeah, of course. So firstly, I wouldn't recommend quitting a job so suddenly (laughs) if you're not ready for it. But in a nutshell, I guess I was actually a wedding photographer for a decade. I built up a wedding photography studio here in Australia. I loved it. But then life changes, right? I became a mom. I had two little boys and I didn't want to be away from them every weekend. I didn't want to have to be traveling for work. So I actually stepped back, took a breath and was like, what do I want to do? Who do I actually want to help. And in the meantime, in that little period, I went and got a corporate job because I had no idea. I was like, oh, I, I, I'm just going to go and work for the man and see how that feels. And I hated it. And it brought on a lot of anxiety and I, I wasn't happy there. So hence why I quit that I was like, no, 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 I need to be self-employed. That's part of who I am. That's part of my identity. But what do I want to do? And that time in my life, I was coming out of a postpartum period with my younger Samuel and It's really hard, right? It's really hard to have kids and be a business owner and actually take leave and not sacrifice your business. And I saw so many women that 
just weren't prepared to be able to take the leave. They were they were sacrificing that time with their new baby because they felt like they had to work and or they were taking leave and then their business was stalling and they weren't making money. And I was like, ah, oh, I want to help with that. I want to I want to be able to help women figure out that missing piece, figure out how they can actually plan and fund their own maternity leave so they don't have to sacrifice the business that they've built as well. So I called myself a maternity leave coach and that's when I joined your program. I was like, okay, let's do this thing. I completely made the term up, I think. No one had ever heard of it before. And I was like, well, this is what I'm going to do. So I started on that route and it's just been a roller coaster right ever since. I was starting to build my audience from scratch. I had no one, not even my mom was on my email list. Like no one was absolutely zero. So I worked out a way through these virtual events to be able to build it really fast and I think fast track the progress my business was making just this year. So yeah, it's been it's been wild. So right now I I'm still helping with the maternity leave piece, but I'm also helping the women that are a part of my community actually grow their own audiences because so many of them, when I reached out and spoke to them, so many of them have incredible skill sets, have incredible things to offer the world. And they create these offers, they create these services they put them out there and then they just hear crickets or they'd be posting online and they wouldn't be getting any engagement and sending emails and no one was opening them. And it wasn't that they had a skill problem. They're incredibly talented, but they had an audience problem. Nobody knew that they existed, right? They didn't have an email list. They didn't have anyone there listening to what they were doing or building that relationship with them. So now I help them fast track their audience growth through a holistic virtual event process. Yeah. I love that you call it holistic virtual event process. Can you just get into a little bit of why you chose sort of that strategy over the others? Because we talk a lot about, I call it the antisocial strategy where you're not dependent on social media. And this is one of them. Why is this one, one of your favorites? Well, for one, thinking about a virtual event for one, because I'm impatient, like I mentioned before, I wanted something that would happen fast. I wasn't prepared to create a lead magnet and post it, you know, online for years to build the audience. I wanted it to be fast. I wanted it to happen really quickly. And I was like, well, if I don't have an audience, a lot of women that I respect and admire and that I'm friends with, they have audiences and they have the Mm -hmm. audiences full of the people that I want to help. So let's leverage that together. Let's create a platform so that they can come and share their expertise invite their audience in and in turn builds my audience. So it was kind of a no-brainer to go down that that approach of virtual events. So I did two this year. I did the pregnant CEO in May and then I just did a CEO mum summit in September. Both events I learned so much, but especially in the second one, I discovered the importance of making it holistic. I discovered the mm-hmm. importance of bringing more of the woo into the work, right? As as I think Jenna Kutcher says. Yeah. <laughs> combining the two things together because I'm all about masculine strategy. I love strategy and that's why we get on so well. I think I could sit down and do strategy for days, but I found with the events when I was planning that second one, I was focusing so much on the masculine strategy piece, on the numbers, on Mm -hmm. the data, on the registrations that I went down this really dark spiral of like, comparison and negative self-talk and shame all because I wasn't seeing the results that I thought the strategy were going to deliver in the lead up to the event. And luckily I had tools through working with you and through some other support people to bring me out of that before the event started. But it really showed me how important the mindset piece is, how important it is to really embody trust through the process to, to do the strategy. Yeah. 
but to make sure that we're actually taking time to to be the host we want to be, to create the space we want to create, that it's not taking over our lives in order to grow the audience. So that's why the holistic piece I think is really important. Yeah, I love that. So if you're listening to this and you're like, what exactly is a virtual summit? Can you just give like a little breakdown of like what somebody might expect if they were part of a virtual summit or if you were potentially going to plan one like you did? Yeah, of course. So they come in all shapes and forms. They can be as simple as you like. They can be as complicated as you like. You'll see some people online plan them where it's like it's literally three hours in a Facebook group. They'll just zoom in guests to talk and that's it. They're done and dusted. You'll see others will be like a five-day long event with 40 speakers and it's it's tripwires and presentation pages and it's really complex. So a, a virtual summit can be any of those things or anywhere in between. It's all up to, I guess, what you want it to be. Again, going back to that piece of what what do you want it to be? How do you want it to feel? Who are you actually serving? For myself, my audience is full of busy mom entrepreneurs that have a lot going on in their lives. So they don't have time to sit down for five days and and watch hours and hours of right. presentations, right? So I think it's it's also like thinking about the audience that you're serving and what what sort of content they would like. But if if you're wanting to organize an event, you can keep it simple. It doesn't have to be complicated to be successful. And really, when you think about it, the steps you need to re- kind of reflect on is, number one, being really clear on who you want to serve and what problem your event's going to solve for them. If you don't know the answer to that, doing some market research, having some conversations, even just on Instagram or your friend circles or where your people hang out, right? Like doing the market mm-hmm. research, figuring out that why first. And then it's like any event really is picking the day. It's thinking about who you want to collaborate with, whether you want five speakers or like I said, 40, reaching out to the speakers, pulling them together, and then just doing the damn thing and making sure that the ideas and, and the complexities that you see out there don't stop you. Because I think so often, and I don't know whether you resonate with this, Holly, but so often we get these ideas and then we complicate them oh, and then yeah. we sit there spinning <laughs> our wheels and doing all the research. And what if this is better than that? And what if, you know, C is better than D? And instead of doing all of that, like just start, just make a decision, just move. And from doing that, whatever it turns out to be, you're going to be in such a better place than before mm-hmm. you started. Yeah, I love that. So I'm going to ask you to brag a little bit because you had some truly amazing results from your very first summit. The second one was very successful as well. Can you talk about the results that you saw from hosting your own virtual summit and what that looked like and maybe how if somebody's listening, how they could potentially achieve the same thing? Yes, of course. So the very first one, like I said, I'd never done it before. I had no audience. I think you know, I might have, I think I have about 3,500 followers on Instagram, but most of them were wedding clients. So, you know, they didn't really, didn't really count. No offense if anybody's tuning in, but they didn't really count. So when I started thinking about what I wanted to create, I wanted it to be big because there was nothing really in that space that served pregnant entrepreneurs that were talking about becoming a mother and that were talking about the maternity leave piece either. So I ended up doing it over four days. I had 30 speakers Again, doesn't have to be that complicated the first time around, but that's what I chose to do. And it took me five months. I started thinking about it in December and I hosted it in May. So that gives you a bit of an idea for a big event like that. To take your time, you need a little bit of, of, of lead way, I guess, especially the first time. But I had 380 women join, which I was stoked about because, you know, pregnant entrepreneurs is a pretty small niche. Like to be pregnant and self-employed at that particular point in time 
is pretty a pretty hard ask like it's a pretty niche mm-hmm. down event so yeah 380 women came i ended up getting a sponsor randomly i had lauren from the free mama sponsor the event which was a total like winging it as i went i i'd reached out to her to be a speaker and i'd mentioned in a ps of an email that hey if you wanted to sponsor it because she you know she has a bigger business i've got some opportunities and when she replied back going yeah i'd, I'd love to talk about sponsoring it i was like oh, all right what does that even look like <laughs> what are these opportunities so i had to kind of make it up as i went yeah, Lauren sponsored it and it was an amazing, amazing event. I got amazing reviews and I had to keep coming back to the place again because like many people listening, I would love to impact thousands of women, right? I would love to have this massive impact in, in the world. And when you think about what you want, that massive big goal, and then you're looking at the numbers and they're like 380, it's easy to go like, oh, is that, is that yeah. all? Like, is that all? And I had to keep coming back to like, well, hang on, quietly. If one woman comes to this and it changes her experience it means that she has this beautiful introduction to motherhood it means that she avoids all of these things that you went through like isn't it worth it isn't it worth mm-hmm. it for that one so i just keep coming back to that but no it was a, it was a great event i think i made about five thousand dollars which covered all the expenses again because i chose for it to be a bit complicated there were more expenses than there needed to be but yeah it was it was great and and i was hooked from that moment on i was absolutely hooked <laughs> Yeah. I love that story so much. I also think at the very end, you like sort of tied in your holistic approach of if you could change the life of just one person, isn't it worth it? And I know before we even started recording, we're both getting ready to launch something. We're both doing it very differently. I would say we're both doing it very holistically. And I think we were just like geeking out over this feels so good. And we're not stressed about like, oh, maybe I need to do it this way, or maybe I need to do it that way because I think we both know that it's going to change somebody's life and we're excited about that. So can you give us a few more sort of like your version of what a holistic sort of summit might look like? Yeah, of course. So I think, as I kind of mentioned before, it always has to come back to how it feels. I think so often when we do launches or events or anything big like that, it's easy to get stuck in expectation. It's easy to get stuck in numbers. It's easy to almost spend the money before we've earned it, right? To be like, oh, I'm going to have this many people and if I sell it at this price, it's going to, oh, I'm going to get make this much money for the business. Or it's so much, it's so easy to kind of bank the check before it arrives. And I love what we're doing at the moment and I love the holistic approach of like, well, hang on, how does it feel? How does it feel? Are you excited? Are you excited to bring this to life? Is it something that's lighting you up? Who do you get to be through this launch? Who do you get to be through this event? And what does this get to do for somebody else? Like coming back to that feeling is so important. And so at the moment, by the time that this gets released into the world, it will already be here and into it. But at the moment, I'm, so I'm planning this summer program, teaching people how to do exactly what I've done. And it's been really important to weave through these holistic parts, these mindset parts, doing workshops on, on how to build confidence, right? Mm-hmm. I'm naturally an introvert. So getting in front of 380 women or I had 500 women at the second summit, being in front of that many people is so nerve wracking. So how do yeah. we build the confidence so that we can be our best selves in front of these women so that we can remember the reason why we're doing it. Things like figuring out your human design and working out actually what lights me up and what's going to give me energy and not take it away through this process. Keeping all of that kind of stuff front of mind. And then as we get into more of like during the event, when there's a lot of moving pieces, when it takes a lot of energy to be on, 
whether it's Mm. for three hours or for three days, thinking about simple like little meditations or maybe they're more like little self-care routines. Maybe it's more walks. Maybe it's more time just to sit and be instead of being turned on, like stuff like that and making sure we incorporate that throughout an event or a launch makes a big difference because then people are attracted to our energy, right? We're not coming to it from a place of desperation or a place of expectation. We're coming to the event or to the launch with like an excited energy to actually burst something amazing into the world. I think that makes a huge difference. Oh my goodness. So good. Okay. So if you're listening to this and you're interested in either speaking in a summit or putting your own on, what is one last piece of advice that you would give? Oh gosh. I love that question. I think again, and I sound like a broken record, but coming back to your why, coming back to the reason why, even as a speaker, coming back to like, what message do you want to share? And what could that do for that one person that might be listening? And I guess that goes for anything, doesn't it? Um, Mm -hmm. But I think keeping that front of mind and almost just not letting ourselves get in our own way. I think we so often get in our own way. And if you can remember the why and the big reason, it's going to help you move out out of your own way and actually do the damn thing, right? Oh my gosh. Such good advice. Okay. So at the end of every episode, we like to do a couple rapid fire questions. So my first question is, is I love that you're in Australia. It's my favorite. We, I just feel like it's so cool to have clients worldwide, (laughs) but one thing Kylie and I always struggle with is the time difference. Like We can never get it right. We've tried like all the different things, but we're getting better at it. So what is the weather like right now? So this is going to be airing in December. So what's mm-hmm. December like in Australia? And what does that mean for you and your family? It is really hot. So we're, December's the start of summer, but it started even earlier this year. So it's very warm. It's a lot of beach weather. My family, so I've got two little boys. I didn't really mention that at the start, but Spencer's five and Sam's two. So their birthdays are in December. So December's like festivity central. It's busy. But one thing we've started to try to do is like create our own little memories or our own little routines. So I know you're friends with her as well, Holly, but Mindy Hebner has sort of challenged me through a few discussions. She's a mindset coach um, mm-hmm. to like be be the woman who does blah, blah, or or be the family who and like creating these routines and habits that we want to leave with our kids memories or or to create memories for ourselves. So at the moment, I want to be the family who stops work early on a Friday and does something fun. So Mm -hmm. like we want to go to the beach, we want to go to the pool or that's something that we'll do on a Friday afternoon, especially in summer here in Australia. Oh, I love that. Do you have a morning routine? And if so, what does it look like? I'm like anti-morning routine. So my morning routine is literally a cup of hot coffee. I have an evening routine. I do like to plan the day before, the, the, the next day, the night before. So that's, that's more important to me, but no, ki- young kids, early mornings, just do not mix. <laughs> I love that. What are you watching on TV now? I just finished a Netflix series called Taboo with Tom Hardy. It was really oh, good. Really. If you're a Tom Hardy what? fan, it's really good. It's, so um, good. yeah, kind of a, what would you say? A period, period drama. Oh, I love those. I'm really bad at spoilers. So I'm not going to say too much. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> You're like, stop <laughs> asking, Holly. Got it. Got the okay, I have one more question for you. And that is our mastermind right now is actually open. And I know you have been part of the mastermind and now you're part of our inner circle. And I would just love it if somebody was, you know, thinking about joining or maybe on the fence about joining, what can you tell them about the community and maybe how it supported you? 
Oh my goodness. Okay. I don't know where to start with that. Honestly, it's been the game changer for me. So I, I've invested a lot in over the years, especially in courses and like the DIY stuff, right? Where, where you'll buy it and you'll go through a course and always thought that the next thing, the next course would be the thing, right? Or the, or the next thing that I bought would, would be it and change everything. And it wasn't until I invested in the mastermind that stuff really started happening. And I think it's more the accountability. It's more the one-on-one support. It's the community. It's just magic. And that's so different to anything that you could buy that's already pre-recorded and like, you know, self, self self-paced. Yes. It's just magic. It's it's absolutely amazing community. Thank you so much. She didn't know I was going to ask that question, by the (laughs) way. So I totally put her on the spot, but I love that Kylie. I would love it if you could share, if somebody was interested in putting on a summit or being part of a summit, what resources do you have to help support them and where can people connect with you? Yeah, of course. So if to start with, if you want a resource, it's going to show you where to get started with summits. I have a free private podcast series that I would love you to, to download and dig into. It's five episodes where I take you through my journey, but also some really tangible steps of actually how to plan a summit. So you can find that over at kyliekelly.com slash private. And then Instagram is the best place to connect. So come jump in my DMs, extra points. If you send me a voice note, I absolutely love voice notes. And that's just Kylie Kelly on Instagram. I love it. Thank you so much, Kylie. No, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast. I honestly feel like this podcast is an extension of me and our community. And so I hope you come back and listen for more. If you're feeling inspired and ready to take action, there's actually some really amazing ways that you can stay connected with us. Number one, if you want to see this episode come to life with visuals and bonus behind the scenes, you can head over to our YouTube channel, which is at Holly Marie Haynes. We like to post some bonuses there. So I hope that you're excited to learn more about these topics. And then as always, you can leave a review. Your feedback helps this show grow and reach more amazing listeners just like you. We've made it really, really easy. You can simply go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash podcast and click the review button. You can also find custom playlists and more to just say thank you and offer you another amazing way to give you some support. And then last but not least, if you have questions about today's episode or a topic that you would love to have covered in the future, you can just go to hollymarriehaines.com forward slash chat. And it's me behind the scenes answering all the questions. You can text me, send me a video, leave me a message. It's super cool. And like I said, I hope that this podcast is just an extension of our relationship together. So remember that you are capable of achieving incredible things. Keep up the amazing work and I can't wait to connect with you more.